Welcome to the Jewish Education Experience Podcast with your hosts, Yasmina and Ari, who will be uncovering gems of wisdom with Jewish educators from around the world. To our audience, thank you so much. We really appreciate your support, and we appreciate you sharing our podcast with others also. I'll consider supporting our podcast financially by contributing via Zelle, Jewish Education Podcast at gmail.com, Cash App, Dollar Sign, Jewish Ed Podcast, or by joining our Patreon community, www.patreon.com forward slash Jewish Education Experience Podcast. And to all of you Jewish educators and students of Jewish education around the world, Chizchu Ve'imtsu. May you be strengthened and encouraged in your holy endeavors. Our guest today is Rabbi Chaim Jachter, Rabbi Chaim Jachter, and he is a prominent rabbi who serves as the rabbi at Congregation Sha'are Ora, a Sephardic congregation of Teaneck, New Jersey, and he is a popular Torah teacher at the Torah Academy of Bergen County, New Jersey. He also serves as a Dayan on the Beit Dean of Elizabeth, New Jersey, and has acquired an international reputation of excellence in the area of Get Administration. He has authored 15 books on issues ranging from contemporary halacha, Tanakh, Agada, and Jewish thought. His weekly columns are available at www.coltorah.org, also www.yutorah.org, www. JewishLink.news, and are read by thousands worldwide. He is a member of the Rabbinical Council of America's Halacha Committee and chairs its Igun Resolution Committee. Rabbi Jachter lectures worldwide on subjects of vital concern to the Jewish community, and he is also called upon by over 70 communities throughout North America to assist in constructing, expanding, and maintaining their Eruvin. So in this episode, we talk a lot about learning your style of teaching, and Rabbi Jachter mentions how important it is to always be working on yourself and becoming the best you can be, and he mentioned how he tries to model being the best person that Hashem created him to be. The importance of flexibility when it comes to teaching, because sometimes you might be in a role that maybe you didn't initially expect to be in. And so it's important to have that flexibility because maybe there's a different path that you didn't think that you would go on, but um, here you are and there's where Hashem is guiding you. He mentions the importance of really just speaking about Hashem all the time as much as possible and really sharing your love and passion for Yiddishkeit. He says that it's really important that we are not just giving over information to our students, that we're really trying to inspire and doing all the things we can within our pockets to help really motivate our students to want to learn. He mentioned he gets really fired up and he kind of puts on rock concerts in his language, um, which means he's just really has a lot of energy that he brings to the classroom and he really tries to get his students excited for the learning. And lastly, just finding a point of connection because it's really important for us as educators to find 
a way to build the relationship with our students so that they really understand that we're coming from a place of love. We're trying to get to know them because we really are looking out for what's best for them in the long run. And we really want them to have a strong Yiddishkeit and something that they'll be able to hold on to for the rest of their lives. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello, Rabbi Jackter. Welcome to the Jewish Education Experience Podcast, and thank you so much for being with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Would you start by just telling us a little bit more about yourself and then how you began your journey in Jewish education? It it started when I was nine years old, and, um, well, I was sent to the yeshiva by my parents. We just became religious when I was little, and uh, pretty much when it came time to run the Seder, my parents pretty much said when I was nine, you know more than us, you're running it. So at nine years old, I was ready running the, <laughs> I was ready running the Seder. Wow. And uh, so that was my first educational experience. Now, in fact, my two, my first two disruptive students were my uncle, were my uncle Danny and my uncle Melly. So they would, they would be throwing the potatoes at each other. And... <laughs> And uh, <laughs> even now, when my, when my students are misbehaving, I, I say to them, will you stop acting like Uncle Danny and Uncle Melly? And, <laughs> and they get into a fight about who's Uncle Danny and who's Uncle Melly. They like the name. So they, I'm Uncle <laughs> Danny. No, I'm Melly. I'm Danny. You're Danny. Do you explain to them the story? Of- <laughs> yeah, 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 I tell them the story. So I, the, to me, that's my, my first uh my first discipline challenge that I that I that I had. <laughs> yeah, but truth <laughs> is that really got me that got me started. And then where did you go from there? How did you get involved in what you're doing now? It's always like learning. I really really from um even when I was a camper in Kamar Shah as a kid, I was just very drawn to it. And uh, the truth is I really do come from a big government, uh, even though we became religious as a kid, we were probably chuva, but I do come so my mother my, my mother's father comes from uh really a, a tremendous line um from uh from uh, Reb Gershon Kitova the Valshemtos Bromo to the Shach the Rama Rashi Reb Yochanan Sandler the Rabban Gamliel's and then all the way up to uh, Rashi so you know we come from it's a family business let's put it <laughs> let's put it this way you know, this is, this is what we do. And um, we would rub on him generation after generation. And we took off two, two, we, got to, we got off two generations for uh, for good behavior. But uh, this is the, uh, this is a tradition that, that I come from. Mm-hmm. That's how I got started. But the really, but that, I mean, ultimately that's how I got started. But I like giving like the Chaburas when I was even in high school and, uh, and then in Yeshiva in Israel, I like giving uh, the Chaburas and giving the Shia. I gave some shiur, and I already, already in Israel, I already gave some shiur, and when I was, you know, my my two years in Israel, so you know, I guess I guess I started, uh, I, I guess I started young, so, uh, <laughs> but uh, I always really liked. It. Then I got into, it. then you know, I've been working for the Torah Academy, Burn County, been teaching at Torah Academy, Burn County now, TABC for twenty eight years, been a rabbi there for twenty eight years. TABC, the Rosh Hashiva now is is Rabbi Yosef Adler. I mean, he's been my boss for the last 28 years now. Now he's my boss, my cousin. Mm-hmm. And he also um, was was a mentor when I was in Smicha, I was in the Smicha program in NYU. 
and I student I did my student teaching with him. And he was a real he was a real model for me. A very very successful enormously successful Mahana. And um of course I couldn't be like him. You know, he's he has his style and I have my style. We both have different styles. And, and but uh, but he was he was a tremendous uh model for me. I do a lot of things outside the classroom. I, I help with communities all over the the, the country about Arabs. I help, um, I, I, and in the summer I travel around with that. I, I'm a Masada Gittin. I'm a Gittin administrator with the Bethan of, of Elizabeth, who Robin recognized, which is very important. And I'm on the rabbi of the Sardic Shul in Tinex. So besides being a Rebbe in, in the yeshiva, I do all these other things. But the truth is it's very helpful to the Chinuch because I bring to the table to the guys you know, I have a wider breadth. And I'm not just, uh, you know, Rebbe's, it's wonderful to be a Rebbe, but, you know, there's, you know, I've been, you know, I, I bring all kinds of experiences uh, to the table. But thank God, you know, I'm, and I, I have 15 books that I published, and, the, I've been, I just, and we're working on the 16th is being edited, and I'm, so I'm composing the 17th, so Baruch Hashem. Do a lot of good things, but uh, hopefully they're doing the good. I'm trying to do good things. Hopefully they're good. Ask my students, see what they, Mike Onergan, see what they say. They're the, they're, the, they're the judges. And it seems like Hashem has blessed you with these wonderful gifts that you're able to share. Yeah, it's a mazel. It's a real mazel. You need everything in life, you need a mazel. So Hashem has really given me the mazel. Apparently, he wants me to do this. Try to be the best role model to my students as I possibly can. Am I, am I always perfect? I don't know if I'm always perfect, but uh, definitely not always perfect. Right? But I one thing's for sure is I, I'm always trying my best. I try to motivate them. I try to really model a tremendous love for learning and um, and respect for uh, respect for Torah, respect for Hashem, and try to keep mitzvahs as best as possible. I try to set a good example. And what's it like being the rabbi of a Sparty shul? Well, especially since I'm Ashkenaz, that's a, <laughs> that's a, it's a trip. <laughs> well, I uh, I actually grew up Sparty, I grew up going to Mikvah Israel in Philadelphia. So. Well, as I got older, I should say, because growing up, I um, went to B'nai Tikva, I went to a conservative synagogue. But then when I started to become more observant, I started going to Mikvah Israel. Well, Mikvah Israel, is, that's Western Spartic. So that's, a, that's significant, very significantly different than what we, what, what we do, you know. Uh, we're Ravavadji safe Spartic, we're pan Spartic. Very, very interesting. I got to tell you. I learn every day on that job. Wow. Every day. Every day I learn on the job. It is, it is nonstop learning experience. You have to be open to learning. You have to be open to, you know, you have to be flexible. By the way, all kinds of, in Chinuch, it's very important to be flexible. In TABC, I'm the, uh, I'm the Tanakh guy. I didn't plan on being a Tanakh guy. I, planned, I wanted to be Gemara and Alacha. But, Okay, I needed somebody for the, 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 the Tanakh teachers made Aliyah, and then that was, uh, and that, that left me. So, uh, so I didn't expect it, but you know what? You got, that's what you needed. You got to go. You got to be flexible. You got to go with what's what's needed. I've never really asked for classes in TABC. Which class? Yeah, I just, whatever. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. That's it. I remember we say that to the little ones. Yeah. <laughs> Good lessons. Good adults should learn that too. Good, right? yeah. And the Spartak show, I never intended to be the rally of a Spartak congregation. Whatever, but that's whatever. That was what's necessary. And and you know, you have to you have to 
be flexible and you have to go with where the direction Hashem's sending you and that's it. That's Shefter said to me, I told him I didn't plan on being the rabbi of the Sephardic congregation. He said, that's better that way. It shows us what Hashem wants you to do. I said, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hashem's, Hashem's path, Hashem's way. Yeah, he's running the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there any educators in particular that have inspired you or whom you admire? Definitely. And I mentioned Rabbi Yosef Adler. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. But a lot of my colleagues in TABC really very good. Very good Rabban that we have in TABC. Good, good Rabban. Rob Soloveitchik, unbelievable. Even now, I just watch those videos. Ooh. My time with Rabbi Soloveitchik, I, I was the uh, I was one of the his 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 shamashim, his assistants. Oh, wow. Last couple of years that he was in YU, so that was a really good opportunity. So we got a chance we got a chance to talk and. Uh, but I asked him, do you think I should be going to Jewish, should I be a machir, should I be a Rebbe? So he said, yes. He said, you're curious and you have a sense of involvement. Key criteria, I think, right? Two very good criteria. He hit it on the nail. He was a smart man, Rabbi Salvation. You know, that's what we joke around when I was in the shir, you know, he'd say something very, very sharp. I'd say, look at my friends, go, he's a smart one, that Rabbi Salvation. You know, it's interesting. My, my, I'm, I'm looking. I'm thinking about the uh, the rebellion that I went to, that I had in high school. Interesting people, no doubt. You know, Rabbi Adler really is the one that really had a, you know the most impact. But as you know, in terms of education, really, really tremendous. He also t- taught me a lot about passing halacha. Now, I'm, I I take a different style, but but fundamentally, he really taught me taught me a lot. Oh, he's also very good. Rabbi Moshe Snow from uh, from from Borough Park. Oh, it's also tremendous impact. Tremendous impact. Rabbi Snow. Ooh, and I started my teaching career with him. I started teaching a Hebrew high school once a, once a week. The, the kids would come to learn. Very nice experience, and was with him. How do you talk about God or Hashem, and then how might this differ with the various age groups that you work with? I talk about Hashem as much as I can. I didn't always taught. It wasn't the way I was taught. But that's the way I teach. Shem is front and center in my classroom. Front and center. Do you find differences between yes. age groups? Older, they're a little bit more sophisticated. In other words, I teach high school, so we teach all the grades. And TABC with the Rebamer, you know, we get it, we get around. It with juniors and seniors more so, but even with freshmen, sophomores. It's very important. See, high school is a wonderful opportunity to teach. They could really, it's more than elementary school. They can they can think more conceptually, but they, but more so than let's say than college because they're open. Now they're still an open book. At a certain point, even adults, you know, it's it's hard to impact adults. Though you can, you can impact adults. It's harder to impact, you know, even college students. But when you have them, they really can be there where they can really mold their thinking can make a big difference. They may not admit it to you, but you can actually make a big difference. The age 18, 19, when they go for the years in Israel, that's the peak years, I think, where you, you know where they're mm-hmm. most open. That's for sure. But school age is a tremendous, it's also a tremendous opportunity. You got to speak about Hashem as much as possible. It's, it's, it's terrible not to. In Domini, we say, you quote Hashem with all on. Shem's covered should be forever. Everything should be ever covered. Everything that we give to Hashem. Well, can we, can we, you know, how could you not? I, I didn't keep Hashem out of the discussion. People were, people were critical. 
some of my friends were critical. Why is Rebbeim not talking enough about Hashem? Right. What's going on here? There needs to be more. I need to think of Rebbeim. I can think of back to my Jewish education. Not only with the love or of Lachmstein, but I'm just saying. You need to speak about the Rebbeim Shalom a lot. Much as possible. Much as possible. I agree. I think we really need to, especially with what's going on in the world around us. How do you think we can help our students to build a strong Torah foundation? You know, just giving them information is uh, not uh, is not the answer. It's um, you have to build a thirst. They have to you know, have to make them. You know, there's a mission in Pirkei says Shel says that some has to bring. You have to tell you to drink thirstily. From the Chachamim, so you have to drink thirstily. You have to, but you have to develop a thirst. That's the thing. So you have to. You have to realize what you don't know and a desire to want to know more. If you don't, you're not going to want to learn unless you really feel like you're starved. I still this day, I just, I feel starved. I'm like a teenage boy, you know, with, who can't have enough food, you know. <laughs> so with, with learning that I can't have enough, you know, you can't have enough. can't have enough, uh, you know, they uh with with uh with 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 Torah learning you just you, it's really it's you need to develop a sense where it's never enough you need to develop a a thirst it's very important to develop the the, the thirst is is really the most is, is the most important thing now that's students have to help out with getting that too but hopefully you make it appealing and enjoyable um and get them to the point that they want to and they should feel, you know, they, they should feel, you know, we, we, we need to know more. It's, it's, we, we don't know more. It's, we, we need to know. We're ignorant. We need to know. We need to know. Especially for a student that maybe is closed off. Maybe they, you know, they didn't grow up with a strong Yiddishkeit and they're closed off. They're not. How do you open that for them? In TABC, I'm getting kids from houses where they're, uh, they're you know, the Shomer Shabbos houses. So it's not... Uh, um, but it makes look. It makes all the difference. In the world. I do tell parents, you know, you have to take interest. You know, it's you, you know, you want you're spending a fortune of money to send your kids here, and you want them to learn. All the parents want them to learn. But if you want them to do that, you have to take a little interest. Spend five minutes a week just asking, "What are you doing?" Right. Showing that you care. If you care, they'll care. But that's very nice just to point it off to the parents. And it's, you know, but it's us also. It's, you know, it's the personal relationship, the model, it's stories. I don't teach, by the way. I give rock concerts. So I, <laughs> when I'm done teaching, I'm like, ooh. But I mean, give rock concerts, meaning that I try to, you know, very energetic presentations. Really fire them up. I try. I try to bring the passion. I know every day before the show, I go, it's very important what we're doing today. It's very important. It, it, truth is, it's very important. Every day. The, the guys always say, but yeah, you said that. You say that every day. I said, you're right. Every day is very important. <laughs> it's true. It is. And it's doing very important. And then sometimes I say, them, no, but today is really important. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. So that's why but I give them my all. So by the time you catch me, 7 o'clock after, uh, <laughs> after a day of teaching. A tired. Education or chinuch, it can be a little bit of an amorphous term. How would you define education? Teaching Torah to Jews. 
so I write a, write a weekly column for our local paper, write a local column for a column for our uh, TABC's uh, total newsletter called Cold Color, which, by the way, you can access online. Link you can also access online. I have thousands of articles. Baruch Hashem, I think already at this point, I have like 2,000 articles online. I never expected to have that. But, but anywhere else, you're educating the community. You're teaching Torah to Jews. It could be in print. It could be in, it could be in, in speaking. Teach Jews Torah. Try to teach. Try as much. And you know, the more you teach, the more you gain. I know someone that's, I just advised someone I know that is in Kolel. He's, he's, he's still in Kolel. He's, he's ready, he's ready past 30. Okay. I think it's time to, it's time to teach. You know, people think, no, I have to learn, I have to learn, you know, which is beautiful, but it's, uh, it's important to be able to teach and you gain as much. Your Gemara says it, Tamidin Yosemakun, you gain a tremendous amount from teaching, personally, from learning, from belief. And doesn't the Rambam say that also? Hundred percent. In Mishlei chapter twenty-two, verse six, it says, "Chanoch lenar al pidarko gamki yaskin lo yasor mimena." When you hear that, or when you read that, how does that resonate for you? It's got to work for each kid. Al pidarko. You have to work with the kids. You have to work with the generation where the generation is at. You got to keep up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep up with this. You know, with the. Uh, with the, with the culture, you know, it's, I mean, Barak Hashem, I have a teenage son, so he, he that's helpful. Uh, he keeps me uh, updated on the lingo, the uh, the sports stars, you know, I haven't, you know, I know all the sports stars in the 70s, but uh, he, so he'll, he'll teach me, you know, who these, uh, these newfangled dudes are, so, uh, so I'll know who they are. You have to connect with the kids. You have to find where they're at. You have to get a sense and feel where they're at. What have you found to be your biggest challenge that you faced as an educator? This thing over here. This dumb uh, thing. Yeah, it really is challenging with the cell phones because on the one hand, that we need smartphones. There's so many things we can use them for. But on the other hand, it is a bit of a distraction. So I understand that. And how do you stay motivated? How do I stay motivated as a Rebbe? How do you not stay motivated as a Rebbe? You teach in the Torah, Hashem, what a privilege. Teach uh, the children of Aram Yisrael and Yaakov Torah. Unbelievable opportunity to get paid for doing that. That's unbelievable. That's the right perspective. And I don't try to waste a, waste a second. Remember, you're employee to Hashem. Hashem is very important. You're doing crucial work. Well, what advice would you give to new Jewish educators who are just beginning their journey? To, uh, that if they're good, they should do it. And uh, you can make it happen. It's doable. I've done it. Again, you have to work hard. Um, Baruch Hashem, I work hard, and, uh, but, uh, it's, 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 uh, you know, look, the best thing possible. Teaching, teaching the children, teaching Tardis, I would miss the it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable opportunity. Yeah. I but, agree. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it's impressive, but, but, but if the, the teacher, they should watch 
they said, watch, you know, just see much. Watch master teachers and my, watch a, a whole wide variety of them. Master Rabbein, because that's how you learn most. You see how are they handling it in the in the field. That's what that's how you learn. It's very important. And watch a whole bunch of them because and each one, take the strengths from each one and find what works for you. Well, Rabbi Jackter, last question. What does successful Jewish education look like in the future? The same as it always has. If you successful Jewish education is that if you can if you can grab the the, the interest, if you grab their interest, grab their commitment, grab, and create as we talk about the creating the you know creating the thirst for Torah. That's 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 if you can do that, that's that's tremendous success. Amen. That's a great answer. Thank you so much, Rabbi. Doctor, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's been a busy day. And um, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of the week. And I'll let you know once I'm finished with the editing. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Shavua Tov. Take care. All the best. Shavua Tov. Bye-bye. Bye.